Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. Big developments in Israel's war on Hamas and all eyes on a potential big hostage release. Joining us now is Ite Milner. He's a spokesman and also consul for media affairs at the Consulate General of Israel in New York. Ite, great to have you here on the podcast. Thank you for hosting me, Rita. What do you think is going to happen uh, at the taping time that we're doing this podcast? So far, uh, this major hostage deal, uh, it looks like it's in in writing or at least in, in verbal uh, terms there, but the actual release and some of the developments of it have not come to fruition. Where is this headed? What do you think is going to happen? So right now, uh, we are at a stage that uh, the Israeli government approved in a, in a government vote the agreement with with Hamas, not directly negotiating with Hamas, but through um, the United States and Qatar. And the agreement, in essence, uh, says that Israel will uh, pause, the, both sides will pause the, um, any military operation for four days. And during those four days, 50 Israeli hostages, mainly, actually only kids and uh, women, would be released, uh, and that would take that would happen on the course of four days, gradually every day around twelve. How complicated was it to get to this moment? And does it seem um, obviously frustrating that certainly all of the hostages are not being released? Obviously, we want to see them all home. Yes. So uh, this is a very complicated and sensitive matter. Israel was attacked, as everyone knows, on October seven by barbaric savages um, that that, uh, that crossed the border and, and, and killed uh, 1,300 Israelis um, and raped and, and, and killed kids. And, and you know, we, we all know what happened. Um, and, and we all know that they also took 240 hostages uh, with them to Gaza. Um, now, um, it took us 45 uh, days um, onto this uh, conflict um, until there was... Um, uh, the, the condition to negotiate uh, matured. Uh, if you remember, um, before the military operation began, Hamas uh, did not want to negotiate, and they had a no-starter um, that um, any negotiation would start with, with releasing all of the prisoners uh, that are in Israeli jails, um, all of the uh, Hamas prisoners, which are thousands of terrorists, uh, terrorists that are the worst of the worst, um, many of them are murderers of, of, of multiple um, uh, civilians. And, um, and uh, with our experience from the past, uh, we know that releasing those um, out of prison will only make things worse. Um, the leader of Hamas today, Yichia Sinwar, is actually a prisoner um, that was um, in Israeli jail until 2011. And was prison and was released um, in a, in one of those um, uh, prisoners' trade. Um, so it's definitely something that we could not uh, proceed with or accept. And um, the military operation um, had two objectives. One is to eliminate Hamas, which everyone in Israel at this stage, and I think in the world, everyone that is you know has a brain understands that. Um, this is not a sustainable situation to have 
uh, a terrorist group like Hamas, who are no different than ISIS, uh, right next to our border. So that was the number one objective, still is the number one objective. And the second one, not less important, um, is to release all the hostages. Um, now, some would argue that those two objectives um, in conflict. Uh, but I think what um, is turning out now is it's, it's actually the other way around. Um, in the beginning, Hamas were very stiff uh, on their, on their uh, conditions. Now, after the military operation um, uh, progressed and Hamas is, is uh, much more pressured, um, they need this uh, pause more than we do. And that is why they are willing to negotiate and willing to be more flexible on their terms. And this is the situation that we are right now. Having said that, um, this deal is also a very bad deal because it's, you know, the, the second objective of, of this war is to release all the hostages. And uh, I don't even want to think or, you know, what those families of, of, of the rest of the hostages um, feel right now um, when they they know that their loved ones will stay in in one of those tunnels in in Gaza uh, with with uh, Hamas terrorists guarding them and with no um, no information of what's going on with them and 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 they don't know whether they will stay alive. Uh, so yes, this is a, a very tough deal because Israel had to um, agree to. Not all of the hostages now, just part of it. Um, but I think that um, in the overall calculation, um, we understand, everybody in Israel, I think most of the people understand that we have to take what we can get right now. Uh, because nobody guarantees that if we don't make the deal right now, those 50 mostly kids, mostly, some of them are babies. Some of them, are, there's a 10-month-old 10 10 baby there. Nobody can guarantee to us that, that, that they will be safe. Yeah, it's such an important point, as you're saying. So they're offering this. You at least want to take some. It's better than none, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You want to secure what you can secure. And, you know, some people would, would say that it's also the deal is, is, is very bad for the first objective, which is to eliminate Hamas. Because if you stop the, the military operation, um, you know where where you started, but you don't know where it will end. In, in four or five days, I don't know how it's going to take, you know, it may be extended. Hamas can regroup. Hamas can, um, can, um, can get in, gather intelligence on where the IDF soldiers are. Um, they could also um, not respect the truth, which they did in previous years, and just attack us um, during that time. And, you know, taking the advantage that we are uh, right now um, scattered all over the Gaza Strip and, um, and you know, they can, they can have some military achievements that they couldn't get if there wasn't any truth. So, um, you know, this also, of course, is, is, is challenging, you know, for the first objective. Um, but I believe that, um, that it's more important to... to to save the, the people that you can save right now. And we can always resume with, uh, with the operation right after. And in fact, the Israeli government and the prime minister himself are committed as part of the um, government uh, 
decision to approve the deal, they also um, committed and obligated themselves to resume the operation right after. Are you worried, and is the Israeli government worried, that it could be this sort of drip, drip, drip of hostages, too, that at some point they're going to say, okay, well, we want another 10 days for 10 hostages, or maybe now they're going to say five, they'll try to kind of bargain it. And just like you said, it puts Israel in a difficult situation if they keep dragging this out, because as we know, uh, there's 240 hostages. That's a lot of days. Hey, that's the right question, because um, we don't know a lot right now. We don't know um, who are the hostages. You know, we can only assume, but Hamas, even the minimum of humanity to release the names of the people that they uh, that they uh, hold, they never did that. They never let the Red Cross visit them and and uh, and check uh, their uh, their health and their well-being. Uh, so we don't know much, and we also don't know um, who will be the, the the hostages that will be released. We know that they are the kids and, and the mothers, but we don't know who and when and in what day uh, which uh, which hostage will come back home, and we won't know it until they cross the border. Um, now the only thing that we know for sure is that we can't trust Hamas. Um, they proved it time after time. Um, every time that we thought that we have some kind of an understanding with them, um, they, uh, they uh, did uh, what uh, was you know, against all everything that we agreed. And um, there's, a, there's, a high certain, there's a high probability that it will happen this time as well. Um, and Hamas are experts in, in doing uh, psychological warf- warfare. So, you know, we can only expect that, that they will use everything that they have um, uh, to, um, to create a situation for the Israeli public to, um, to uh, pressure the government or for the international community to pressure the government so the, um, the uh, operation won't resume. They will try everything that they can from, from not releasing some of the hostages, from saying that uh, some of them, they, you know, they can't find them. But they're already saying that some of the hostages are being kept from, with other organizations. They're going to have tons of excuse um, and they're going to try everything. But we're going to make sure that, that um, they're holding into it and, and we have guarantees from, uh, from, from other countries. And uh, if they won't, we will just resume the, the operation. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. How um, likely is it that the Red Cross will be able to see the hostages? As you brought up, they have not been able to do it at this point. Um, is there a chance that it, on this round, there were some reports that they might be able to go and at least see the other hostages, like you said, to know who's there, who isn't, proof of life, the condition that they're in? Is there any guarantee in this phase that that could happen? So there are some, um, you know, mixed uh, uh, information about that. Um, Prime Minister Netanyahu um, said, and, and, and if he said it, he, he, it's part of the deal, that uh, the Red Cross will be um, able to visit uh, the hostages. Uh, but Hamas is denying it. 
and um and um i i you know i'm sure that it was agreed i'm just also very uh um concerned that hamas is already um you know trying to get out of this part of the deal when he says um also when we've seen reports as you mentioned that some of the hostages are not even with hamas um how worried are you that they're going to just as you said a moment ago they're going to say well maybe these aren't ours you're going to have to negotiate with this group um or uh, sorry we didn't realize that that person um you know is no longer with us is there even concern that some of them may be out of gaza do you believe they're all in gaza I don't think that there is a possibility that they were smuggled out of Gaza um, because the only way out is Egypt, and this is extremely hard to do. Um, but I do think that um, some of them are hidden very well in Gaza. Some of them are not uh, with Hamas. Some of them are with uh, Islamic Jihad or with uh, some other local warlords that took um, hostages as, as tokens. Um, and I think that um, Hamas knows where all the hostages are, but it will try to um, to use this um, this uh, different uh, uh, whereabout um, as an excuse for them to say, "Oh, we we those those hostages are not under our uh, authority, and we don't know where they are." And also, do you believe then at some point they'll relinquish it and say, well, you'll have to deal with an uh, Islamic Jihad or deal with so-and-so group? You think they'll try to help or do you think at that point they're going to say, well, too bad. Those aren't ours. You're going to have to deal separately with them. It all depends on what serves them best at uh, the specific time. Um, if they need um, uh, to uh, deliver the hostages, they will find a way to do it. If they don't want, they will say um, there are millions and one excuses, uh, and certainly one of them will be, um, you know, this is Islamic Jihad, is not under our um, uh, authority. Uh, we had similar issues with them over the years. Uh, for example, uh, many times we had truth with them or ceasefire, and then all of a sudden some rockets were shot from Gaza. And then Hamas would say, oh, that's not us, that's uh, Islamic Jihad, or um, that was um, um, another um, ISIS branch or whatever. They, they, have, they have, you know, they've done it before. You also um, believe that the leader of Hamas may save some for him. Explain why that is a big deal. So the leader of Hamas understands what um, everyone in Israel understands. Uh, this will not end until uh, Hamas is eliminated, and Hamas is eliminated when, but when the top leaders of it um, are no longer uh, alive or in in Gaza. Um, so Yehi uh, Sinwar, the leader of Hamas, he will probably try to have uh, some of the hostages always with him, so he can trade them as a, as a getaway of out of jail card. At, you know, when when everything else is is not possible for him. Um, when we really close uh, on on him, he will uh, maybe then he will uh, try to trade him. So you think that even if there's a whole bunch of hostages that are released now, there will be some held back on purpose uh, in exchange for his freedom somehow, or at least he'll try that. That's uh, our estimation. Yeah. How much more complex does that make it then if he continues to hold some of his bargaining chips? It's complex, and um, and it will only end when, when Hamas is fully eliminated. And um, we know that we're going there, and, and everybody in Israel are ready for that. 
And we know that this conflict could take long, months, not, not weeks. Uh, but we are willing to, um, to um, take this uh, uh, effort and, and, and pay the prices because um, this is something that we, we, we just can't deal with as a state to have Hamas next to us. Let's talk about some of the um, military success, because obviously Israel has gotten in there. They've gotten around Al-Shifa Hospital, which is believed to be uh, one of the main command and controls, if you will, for Hamas. Talk about um, how important it was to get there and to at least start getting into some of the tunnels. So um, we know for years that Hamas um, main headquarters is below the um, Shifa Hospital. We know it from intelligence. We know it from people who work there. Uh, we know it by, um, by other uh, countries, their intelligence. Even the White House uh, confirms that uh, they have an intelligence that um, Hamas HQ is underneath the hospital. Um, it's only one of the centers. Um, they have few. In fact, um, underneath Gaza, there is a whole metro system. Uh, of tunnels and different uh, um, um, situation rooms and, and headquarters, and they're all connected. And um, one of the objectives, uh, I mean, the objective of eliminating Hamas and, and bringing back the, the hostages has to deal also with the tunnels and, and with the, um, with the under, underneath um, bases, because this is where they, uh, they hold their um, uh, power. This is where they uh, hit the hostages. And we can't really win this war without uh, going to those places. Um, so, of course, Al-Shifa Hospital was one of the main uh, targets. Um, it's a very uh, sensitive situation because it is a hospital. It really is a hospital. There are people who are being treated there. Uh, there are people who are, um, um, they have problem, you know, being uh, moved from there. Um, and uh, the last thing that we want is to um, to put these people in jeopardy, to jeopardize these people. Um, so we did um, everything with a lot of caution. Uh, we announced that this is um, what we're going to do uh, at the beginning of this operation, three weeks before. Not only that, uh, we also um, did it very gradually, paying um, with the life of, of our soldiers. You know, the easiest thing would have been to just bomb everything from, from above. Uh, but we didn't want to do that. So we, um, we put our um, soldiers in, in, in jeopardy, and uh, we did everything very slowly and gradually. And eventually we managed to take over this hospital. Um, now, over the past uh, week since we took over, uh, we are finding every day more evidence of what was going on there. Um, first, we just found um, a shaft. Later on, we found uh, a door inside a tunnel. Now we opened the door and we found um, uh, some secret rooms with, with, uh, with a lot of um, um, military equipment, not just Hamas military equipment, also of our, our soldiers, which proves that they were uh, abducted and were kept there. On top of that, uh, we also found uh, the CCTV um, from the hospital. And in those tapes, you can see very, very clearly that Hamas took uh, some of the hostages to the hospital and not for um, medical treatment. You can see them walking, walking. They're being uh, dragged, uh, but walking on two legs. And, and even if they were taken to, for, uh, for, um, for medical treatment, um, the fact that they're not there 
shows that um, you know their their well-being wasn't the, the thing that Hamas cared about. And finally, uh, Ite Milner, how tough has it been to fight not just the physical war after your country was so brutally attacked? Uh, I mean, it's horrific what happened on October 7th uh, to women, to children, to to everyone. I mean, it's just it's shocking beyond the conscience. And then yet there are still also a number of groups you see it on some of the university campuses. You have to fight sort of a, a messaging war, too. Are you surprised to still see some of these protests? I sit there and I shake my head and say, what's going on with American education, especially? Yeah, I mean, this is just horrific. Um, I can tell you that uh, the attack was at October 7. On October 8, we already had um, a protest outside the consulate of, of uh, poor Hamas uh, um, protesters. Uh, on October 8, Israel did not even start a military operation. So what were they protesting? Um, in fact, I, I looked at the, their signs and they were celebrating. They were not protesting. Um, over the past uh, six weeks, we've seen those um, protests uh, getting larger and larger. And we've seen also on campuses and, and online. And what's really concerning about it is it's, it's young people. And um, in public opinion uh, polls, you see that a um, large number of, of young people in the U.S. support Hamas. It's, and it's not that they don't know what happened in October 7. They know, and they still support Hamas. Because in their view, um, Israel is the oppressor, and Hamas is um, uh, being oppressed. And if that's the situation, everything is uh, permitted even raping women, which is an absurd, because many of those groups are, are groups that are advocating for women's rights or, or groups that are advocating for LGBT rights. And everybody knows what Hamas is, is doing to, to uh, gay people in Gaza if there are any gay people in Gaza left. Okay, then they're not letting anyone even, you know, come near. Um, so it's, uh, it's very sad, but I think it's also... Um, in, in a way, it's a good thing that we're seeing it now because we were saying it for years. Okay, I'm a diplomat in the U.S., um, you know, in different periods, but since 2015. And, and I've seen those things on campuses. I was uh, a diplomat in the Midwest, and already in 2015, I've, I've, I've witnessed those things in, in, in universities, and, and I was worried, and, and, and people who dealt with it knew what's going on, but a lot of people, including in the Jewish community, uh, were in denial of what's growing there. And now, everybody's seeing it. And I hope that um, the fact that you know, it's, it's out there and the masks are off, um, there will be more um, measures taken against this uh, situation, uh, starting from, from universities and campuses. And I think that um, some of the universities already um, did positive uh, steps, like banning um, students' justice uh, for Palestine group, uh, but also on a national level and also in, um, in a community civil society level. Uh, this cannot be tolerated. It's not a threat just for Israel. I think it's a threat to American society. As you, as as, as everyone saw, some some of those groups are even praising uh, Bin Laden right now. Um, so um, 
it's it's scary. It's scary, and you know, I would be very worried if 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 uh, if those were the young people in my country. Yeah, it is really uh, concerning. I will tell you that um, everybody. By the way, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Ite Milner. Thank you so much. Uh, We are praying for Israel, and we also are praying uh, that you eliminate Hamas, not just for Israel, but for the world. And uh, we're thinking of you every single day. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.